Hello from ABA Tech Show 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Gletti. I'm Alan McKenzie. And I'm Ivan Hemmons. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. All right. We're at Tech Show. Almost time for closing it down the first day. There's a bunch of parties tonight, and we're going to go partake in the festivities. But before we do that, we're going to have a conversation about Excel. So I have two gentlemen joining me here that uh, tout themselves in these parts as Excel experts, and we're going to get to know them. So uh, who wants to go first, Alan or Ivan? I think Alan should go first. Okay. Oh, that's only it's only my Microsoft background that you love me for. So uh, Excel was the the first product I supported at Microsoft for a number of years, and it's the tool I continue to use for uh, just about everything I do, from uh, everything that's financial, but but more importantly, manipulating text, which is what mo- most people don't realize. And anybody who's done a holiday card list will tell you, you need the ability to pull addresses apart and put them back together again. All right. So from Division One, no. Fixing text. All right. So we're going to set this interview up. We're going to leave the listeners with instantaneous value. Most of our listeners are attorneys. So I've broken it down into four categories, which we reviewed. So obviously, you guys won't be shocked when I read these to you. But that's the idea. So, you know, we want to save lawyers time, want to save lawyers money. We want to prevent mistakes. We want to make people happy. So let's start with the first one, money. Using Excel, how do I save money? Ivan. How do you save money? Let me count the ways. Well, actually, uh, the, the thing I think that'll save you the most money in Excel is something called a table, which is great for managing large lists of data. It allows you to keep your formatting consistent, your formulas following you along as you add new rows, and it, uh, it gives you quick options for doing fancy things like totals and averages and all of that sort of thing. So I'd say tables. Tables. Yeah. And I say... Everyone's going to continue printing. That keeps happening. And how many people, raise your hands, have have hit print and gotten 47,000 blank pages uh, along with the one page that you needed? So the quick tip of the day for printing is before you print, and please avoid printing when possible, but uh, do control end, that's the END button, which will take you to what Excel thinks is the lower right-hand corner of the spreadsheet. That way you'll know what it's going to try to print. And if it's going to try to print too much, then you have a a whole bunch of ways like deleting the blank rows, deleting the blank columns, or setting the print area so that it only prints out as much as you want. Time. What kind of tips can you leave with us to help us save time? So to save time, I'm going to say tape. Oh, wait, I just said tables. I'm going to say, I'm going to say formulas. 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 And the reason that I say formulas in connection with tables is, again, you write your formula once as you add new rows to that table that we talked about before. And I don't think I mentioned this. On the Insert tab, click Table to insert a table. Once you do that, as you add new rows, the formulas will continue to fill themselves in automatically, and that'll save you time when you have to do data entry. You didn't say automatically. You said automagically. That's right. Because it feels like magic to see a formula just write itself. Well, and some of the inside baseball is that Ivan Hemmings is also a magician. What? Who told you that? That, that may or may not be true. Actually, <laughs> yes, it's true. Well, time is still on my mind. Let's, uh, let's give Alan some time to save us some time. I copy and paste word tables into Excel all the time simply because I can click on a column heading like A, B, or C and, and select all one million rows and drag it over or back. And so I can rearrange data in a heartbeat. Time in Excel is a real big 
Real big saving mechanism. Excellent. Mistakes, I hate them. So how can you help us with mistakes? I'm going to say tables. No, no, I'm not going to say I think I did that already. I'm sorry. Uh, what I'm going to say this time are names. So one of the cool things about tables, and actually you can use names without tables, but they're easiest if you already have one, is on the table tools that appear when you click inside of a table, and, and by table I mean that special thing that Excel does, uh, there's a box that says name, and you can name your table. So if you have a list of employees, you can name it employees, and that helps to make the formulas that you write more readable. So instead of having a formula that looks like F3 times C7, you can have a formula that looks like hours times billing rate, and that'll end up giving you a result that's easy to read. Alan. Okay. Uh, two quick tips on any cell that has a formula in it. You can double click on it and see which, uh, see by color which cells are being referenced. But even more importantly is, is not to have the wool pulled over your eyes by a, sp a spreadsheet that's been given to you. Uh, if you hold down the control key and hit the tilde, which is the little uh, squiggly over the Enya to the up and to the left of the number one, you switch the Excel spreadsheet. This is pretty deep here. Yeah, you switch the Excel spreadsheet to show the formulas in all the cells so you know whether somebody just typed in the number that you wanted them to see or there's actually a formula calculating them. Wow, that's a good one. I didn't know that one. Boom. All right, so the last category here is happiness. So making clients happy is important. Making anybody that sees your work, uh, you know, accurately uh, makes them happy. So happiness let's uh let's go back to ivan what are some tips for for happiness yes for happiness within excel excellent i know what you think i'm gonna say but i'm not gonna say that instead what i'm gonna say and i'm not saying tables i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying uh visual pictures so and by pictures i mean charts and by charts i mean graphs and by graphs i mean selecting a range of things and making like a pie graph which is my favorite kind of graph uh apple apple yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, not, not pepperoni. So on the same realm, uh, there is something called conditional formatting. And so if a cell does not meet a specific condition, it changes color, which means that when a user puts in or a client puts in data, especially if you send them to fill it in, and it's the wrong data, they have an instant visual cue. So I love conditional formatting. Unconditionally. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I, I can't help it. It's clinical. That's... <laughs> All right, guys, so I have uh, near to my last question here. I wanted, so we've been talking a little bit about some of the features and functions, saving time and, and being efficient, saving uh, money. We've talked about happiness, but uh, you know, just in terms of driving the point home, Excel can be quite a tool, quite an asset for a practicing attorney. So just in terms of common functions that maybe a lawyer out there is not thinking about Excel, you know, some common functions, tasks within the legal practice that they ought to consider using Excel. Well, there are tons, uh, metric or other kinds of tons available. It, it's really just limited by your imagination. One that comes to mind is timesheets. You can easily create a simple multi-column spreadsheet with the description, the amount of time, or perhaps a start and stop time and have Excel do the math for you so that you're not worrying about, am I rounding this to the nearest tenth of a minute? And it can all, can all happen for you automatically. 
What are some other ones? It, it, to me, it's all about the lists of things because you can you can put auto filters on things and say, give me only things that belong to this client or the other. There's a really nifty trick I love that if you if you highlight a whole bunch of documents in a directory, and you use the the shift menu with right click, the copy menu turns into um, the copy menu turns into copy path. You paste a path. You've got links to all the documents, and you can make notes next to them, and you can click and open the documents. So. Bingo, you've got a document review system without spending tens of thousands of dollars. Should I press my luck and ask for another one? Oh, there are many, many, many things that you can do. Uh, for me, one of the things that I find interesting is if you're handing your spreadsheet over to someone else and you're concerned about the accuracy of the, the data you receive back, you can use something called data validation to create quick in-cell drop-down lists that limit the kinds of things people can type. For example, uh, a list of titles. You can say partner, associate, et cetera, and you, and you don't allow people to enter things that you're not planning for, like master of the universe. And because it's tech show, can I have just one more? Absolutely. So my, one of my favorite things is sharing an Excel spreadsheet. So if everyone's on the same network, you can make it editable by multiple persons so that as you're collecting data and entering a lot of information in those lists, multiple people can do it at the same time, and they're notified instantly of new rows being added. So you can set a whole, a whole project team to work and get things done twice as fast. Now, I've installed a little bit of my thunder for my last question here, so I was going to ask you guys what your favorite graph is, but uh, I haven't already answered. But I wanna, I'm curious, uh, I don't know what type of graph man Alan is here. Yeah, the line chart that, that is turned into a timeline. That is my graph. That's uh, Nobody chose uh, scatter plots? Nope. No, no, nope. I'm sorry. All right, uh, maybe I'll ask uh, Ivan's second favorite graph. <laughs> uh, second favorite graph? Well, you know, it's got to be the stacked column because you get to use all sorts of different colors and... You know, everyone knows a client loves a colorful presentation. Yep. All right. One last question for you. You know, our listeners, they may want to follow up, might want to learn more about Excel from the experts here to help their legal practice be more efficient, uh, save them some time, save them some money. And if they want to do that, how can they find you? Ivan, let's start with you. You can find me on the web. You can just Google my name or find me on Twitter. It's at iHemmons. And Alan. Twitter? Yes. At Efficient Alan. And I'm also A-L-L-A-N at Efficient.Legal. Excellent. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us, Ivan and Alan, and, and also our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please find us and rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.